Welcome into this Thursday edition of Hitting Hard with John Chuckery. Today on the show, the Braves dynamic duo continues to roll. Let's hope his knee holds up and one Falcon who's earned more playing time, according to Pro Football Focus. All next, Hitting Hard on Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. We're asking you to head to youtube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment. Free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Leave us a five-star review there. And of course, follow me on my personal Twitter page. That would be at JMCH316. Well, the Braves got it done last night, a uh, victory over the Colorado Rockies. And of course, Kyle Wright was outstanding last night as he pitched another seven innings of no-run baseball to move himself to now a league-leading 17 wins on the season. And we've brought this up before about their top two guys. And to me, one of the differences about this year versus last year when we start comparing teams is the fact that why one of the reasons why I think the Braves are better this year is because I think Max Fried and Kyle Wright at the top of the rotation are better than what they had at the top last year. Fried has obviously had an outstanding year. He's 12 and 5 with a 256 ERA, 143 strikeouts and 158 innings. Kyle Wright is now 17 and 5 on the season with a 2.85 ERA, 150 strikeouts and 154 in two thirds. Both guys are up and over three walk. Actually, Wright's just about at three and a half strikeouts to walks. Max Fried is over five strikeouts to walks. So these two guys are 29 and 10, both with ERAs below three this year. It, this is the Braves dynamic duo. Now, I was doing a little bit of research because this is what I honestly think. I think Sandy Alcantara for the uh, Miami Marlins is going to win the Cy Young this year. Right, he's been outstanding. 12 wins. He's below three ERA. Strikes out a good number of people. He's got more complete games than I think three quarters of the league itself. Right, he's got like four complete games this year. He's absurd how much they've had to lean and rely on him. And even though the Marlins are a disgraceful, low-life, pawn scum, dirtbag, flea bag organization, he's been outstanding from this year. So I think that he is going to win the Cy Young. Now, with that, though, it's certainly entirely possible, given the years that Max Fried and Kyle Wright have had, that they could both be top three guys, right? They could both finish in the top three in the National League. Who knows? Alcantara gets hurt or something. Wright continues to pitch in these 20 games, one. Who knows? But let's just theorize that Freed and Kyle Wright finish in the top three in the Cy Young. It has happened before for the Braves, but obviously it only happened in one era. So the last time the Braves had two of the top three Cy Young finalists was in 2000 when Tom Glavin finished second and Greg Maddox finished third. In 97, Maddox finished second in the Cy Young. Denny Nagel, of all people, finished third. And then in 95, Maddox won the Cy Young Glavin was third, and then in 93, 
Maddox won the Cy Young, Glavin was third. So we've seen this before, but, you know, we kind of joked about this is the next Braves dynamic duo. And yes, I understand John Smoltz in that mix as well, you know, when they had the big three Hall of Fame pitchers and all that kind of stuff. But you talk about rare commodities in Major League Baseball to have two number one starters at the top of your rotation that you feel like you can just hand them the ball and those guys will go out there and give you a quality start every single time. That's what the Braves have right now with these two guys. Now, we'll talk more about this in just a second. But first, let me talk about my friends over at betonline.net. Guess what kicks off tonight? College foosball is back full force. No week zero, no games in Dublin, Ireland, no you know Utah State and UConn's. We start getting SEC teams. We start getting big-time football starting this um, this Thursday night, right? And by the way, college football is going to go Thursday, and it's not going to finish until Monday night when Tech and Clemson play in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So betonline.net is your best source for all of your sports wagering information, e-scores, betting information. Everything that you need is right in the palm of your hand. NFL season is right around the corner. Major League Baseball divisional races are coming down the stretch here. So many different things that if you want to put some wagering on, you have that availability at betonline.net. So go on your mobile device today. Put betonline.net on that mobile device. Check out all the sports wagering information, podcast news, sports news scores, everything that you need to be a smarter better is available at betonline.net where the game starts. Now, again, let me say, I'm not trying to compare what Freed and Kyle Wright have done in relationship to Maddox, Glavin, or Smoltz, or those guys are three first ballot, no-brainer Hall of Famers. But you think about an organization that has built its reputation over the decades, right? I mean, since the start of the 1990s, their reputation has been built on the idea of having high caliber, top flight starting pitching. And right now, look, I know it's easy to say DeGrom and Scherzer, that's the best duo in Major League Baseball. I'll give you that because Scherzer's a first ballot Hall of Famer. DeGrom probably will work himself into a Hall of Famer. Although the thing with DeGrom is you can't count on him, right? You can't count on him being healthy enough. When he pitches, he's outstanding, okay? But you don't know if from one month to the next is DeGrom going to be healthy? Is he going to be here? Can we have him pitch and this and the other? So I get all that. But Kyle Wright and Max Fried don't take a backseat to anybody else in Major League Baseball. Anybody else. I don't care what Verlander's running mate is. I don't care what Garrett Cole's running mate is. I don't care what any of these guys' other running mate is. You have two guys that are 29 and 10 at the top of your rotation. And by the way, go look at what the Braves have done in the starts that those guys make. That's just their record as far as what they've qualified to get a decision in at 29 and 10. Go look at what the Braves' record is when those two guys go on the mound. It's staggering how many times the Braves win with those two guys. So when we start talking about playoff baseball and what you need to have, you know, last year they caught lightning in a bottle. The Solaires, the Eddie Rosarios, the Jock Petersons, right? They caught lightning in a bottle with all the different things that, that went on. And we're going to talk about Ronnie coming up in the next segment. But you're not going to win another World Series without Ronald Acuna just missing a whole bunch of time. But if you look at the things you need to be 
and, and I'll use a perfect example. 2001 is the ultimate. By the way, that's another year where two guys finish in the top three. 2001 is the ultimate. We can ride two starting pitchers to a World Series. Now, the Braves don't have to do that, right? They've got Charlie Morton. They've got Spencer Strider. They don't have to worry about only having two guys. But my point is, when you have two guys at the top of your rotation that are as good as what Freed and Kyle Wright are, you can go a long way in baseball. It's been proven before. The 01 Diamondbacks proved. The 01 Diamondbacks won 11 playoff games. Schilling and Johnson had nine wins and a save in those 11 wins. Nine wins and a save out of 11 victories that the Diamondbacks had. Now, again, not comparing those two guys to those two because, oh, hey, Schilling, I get that. I ain't saying that. What I'm saying is the Braves have two horses at the top of their rotation that have been outstanding this year, and I'm not going to be surprised if those two guys don't finish in the top three in the Cy Young. All right, when we come back, Fingers crossed, saying a prayer. Let's hope everything holds up with the knee. It's all next. Chuck Ree, uh here on Hitting Hard on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Back on Hitting Hard with John Chuck Ree here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment. We are also free and available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Download us for free today, Spotify, Odyssey, whatever your favorites are. Leave us a five-star review and then follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. So I mentioned about the Braves winning last night, and part of what happened is Ronald Acuna came back and he hit a home run. All good. Here's what Ronnie had to say, though, when asked about his knee after the game. This comes from Dave O'Brien. Quote, it's terrible. We're just going to play through it until the season's over, unquote. Okay, now we talked about this the other day, and I understand there's a lot of you. I was reading the comments. Oh, I don't worry about all that kind of stuff. Why? Okay, all right. A couple of things that you better get your head wrapped around, okay? Number one is they ain't winning a World Series without Ronnie this year, okay? There isn't that lightning in a bottle that Rosario and Soler and those guys have given this team this year, right? They ain't, they ain't just the miracle Braves or whatever like that. And remember, at this time last year, the Braves were already four and five games up in first place in the division. Are they in first place now? No, they're still trying to catch everybody. So they're not going to win this thing without Ronnie. And right now, their outfield production, let, let's be honest, Rosario's a buck 95 hitter right now. And Ronnie had to DH last night. And they guess what they don't want to do? Play Azuna. So right now, and I understand what, today, tomorrow, whatever, the rosters expand here as we're in the first part of September. They'll be able to add a couple more guys in this than the other. And they picked up Grossman, and he's done some good things. But you better hope Ronnie's knee holds up. And I'll still go back and say, I'm not opposed to the idea that if you need to give – look, you've got – again, look at the schedule. It's the Rockies, the Marlins, and Oakland here in this stretch. And then you've got the Mariners, which is a tough series. I get all that. But remember, when you start to, well, just DH him. I get that. Now you take the bat out of Contreras' hands. Now, now you shorten the depth of your lineup because that means you have to play the Grossmans and the Rosarios and guys like that, not your best players. And to give you an idea about, look, there's no doubt that Ronnie is the straw that stirs the drink for the Braves lineup, right? The Braves are now 63 and 29 when he plays. They are 17 and 22 when he doesn't play. 
So I understand full well how important he is. And my thing is thinking the long game and not the Marlins and the Oakland A's. My thing is thinking about what the long game and trying to win the World Series again is. I'm not saying he's going to go out there and tear up his knee again or this, that, and the other. But him saying that he feels terrible is not inspiring confidence in him to be able to go run around, create havoc, and play through it all. Yeah, they can shoot it up, jack me up, roll me down the highway, right? They can stick your needle in there, and they can do this, and they can anti-inflammatory it, and this, that, and the other. And they can stick them in a cryo chamber, put them in a hyperbaric. They can do a lot of different things. I would just like to see him take some rest, take some pressure off it, especially with the way the schedule's played out, with the godforsaken Rockies, who have 20 wins on the road. Kyle Wright just won his 17th game in th this season. The Rockies have only won 20 times on the road the whole year. The Marlins are a disgrace to baseball. The Oakland A's are playing with a $25 million payroll right now. They're a disgrace to baseball. You have plenty of those kinds of series to let him rest. When your player is telling you that it feels terrible, I give him credit. I know he wants to be out there, and I understand, and I understand what he means and stuff like that. Oh, but Chuck, the doctors are monitoring and all that. Sometimes you have to save guys from themselves, though. We've seen this before in sports. You have to save guys from themselves at times. I want Ronnie to be healthy and havoc come playoff time. Watch Ronnie. Watch him. Use your eyeballs. You guys love the eye test. Use your eyeballs. Does he look like a guy that's enjoying and having fun trying to trot around the bases and do things like that right now? He's not. And 10 days isn't the difference between the Braves win the championship or not win the championship. It's about trying to get him healthy and take pressure off it and let him rest for a while. We'll talk more about this in just a second. But first, my friends over at CoffeeAM, CoffeeAM.com. Listen, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. I drink their coffee every single morning. I just literally opened up a new bag of their coffee today that I'm trying. Fantastic stuff. You know how much I love these folks. They're right here in the state of Georgia. They're up in the Canton area. Listen, go to CoffeeAM.com. And what I want you to do is type in CoffeeAM.com backslash locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. When you get there, go through their extensive menu of coffees, teas, gift sets. Check out all the different product lines. You need organic coffee. You need flavored coffee. You need K-Cups. All of that is available to you at coffeeam.com. So when you go to coffeeam.com backslash locked on, search through their menu of all their different products. When you put that first order together and you hit the checkout, okay, I want you to put the coupon code locked on, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Put that coupon code in. Save yourself 15% off. 15% off by using the coupon code locked on at checkout, coffeeam.com, the best small batch coffee roaster in America. So, look, I understand. They're going to, you know, we'll see if he plays today, right? We'll see if he plays today, what, what the thing is. You know, again, he missed four days of action. So, you talk about a 10 day IL, he missed almost half the time for one of those things. You know, you're going to have to treat him with kit gloves. You just are. And and because he's fighting through it, and I get all of that. And and obviously, Snitker and everybody's going to watch and monitor and things like that. 
and and he probably won't be full tilt boogie until we get to the offseason and he has an extended period of layoff time. But I'd rather have him have little blips and bloops of time off right now when I play these godforsaken franchises. The Marlins are dreadful. The A's are dreadful. The Rockies are dreadful. I want to have him healthy so that when they play the Mets or when they get to want to make sure he's ready to go. Oh, but the doctors and all that. That doesn't mean anything. He just missed four days. He just missed four days of time. So again, it's about the long haul. It's about getting him healthy and ready to go. And when he tells you how bad it feels, you can watch him out there on the field. You see him out the field. Everybody wants Vaughn Grissom to just run out to the outfield and go play. Well, why don't you trot him out there now? Why didn't your manager do that now? Why you got a guy hurt? You know, put Rosario in right or uh, Grossman in right and put Vaughn out there and left if you guys are so amped up by all this kind of stuff. Right? Because it's beer league softball. It's like you and your buddies playing in Decatur on Saturday. Beers, wings, and burgers. You know, I played third. Uh, Vinny played third base in game one. He'll go out and play left field in game two. No big deal. But anyway, I, I just want to make sure that he's healthy and ready to go. Because if you miss a week or two in the postseason, you're done. Your, your season's over at that point. And you know what else you don't see in the postseason? Most importantly, you don't see the godforsaken Colorado Rockies. You don't see the scuzzbag Miami Marlins. You don't see the dirt scum, pond scum, muck and mire Oakland A's come playoff time. You get Scherzer, DeGrom, Kershaw, Musgrove, Darvish, Blake Snell, Wainwright. That's who you get when it comes playoff time. And I need him healthy and ready to go. So, look, they'll trot him out as they need to. But I'd much rather see them just take some time, give him some rest, and just work on it in stretches rather than a day here and a day there. We'll see what happens. He says he feels terrible. That's good news, right? When we come back, one Falcon player who Pro Football Focus has said has certainly earned more playing time. We'll talk about that next Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked On Sports Atlanta. Back on Hitting Hard with John Chuckery here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Head to YouTube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into your search browser. Hit that subscribe button when you find us there. Also, leave us a comment. Free and available to download all your favorite podcast platforms, which include Spotify, Odyssey. Download us for free today. Leave us a five-star review and then follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. Pro Football Focus did an article here recently talking about 10 NFL players who've earned bigger regular season roles because of what they did in the preseason. And one name that I thought was very much interesting for the defensive line was the fact that they had Taquan Graham from the Atlanta Falcons on there. Um, Their write-up, quote, we put D-line here instead of DT or edge because Graham is capable of bridging that gap. He earned his 90.7 overall grade this preseason while playing four snaps aligned in the A-gap. Nine snaps in the B gap, six snaps over tackle, and four snaps out on the edge. His versatility at 6'4, 294 will be huge for the Falcons defensive line that has been searching for any sort of playmaking ability. Graham did just that this preseason and figures to not be coming off the field very much. Now, look, if we make a very short list of guys who really improved their stock year over year, season over season, from when we last saw them to when we've seen them now. Taquan Graham might be at the very head of that list because I'll be honest with you. I was very unimpressed and 
uninspired by what I saw to Taquan Graham. Yeah, little blips here and this, that, and the other, but nothing of real merit. But when you watch him, and I had a chance to watch him in training camp, obviously watched him all through the preseason, he's done a lot of good things, and he has definitely started to take a jump. Now, again, we'll see how this all translates when we get into the regular season. But we're looking for things of hope and things we can latch on to. And I think Taquan Graham is one of those guys that we talked about, okay, who's going to play with Grady? Who's going to play on that inside? And, and Graham's a guy who's got versatility, who can move in different spots on the defensive line. Probably all the things that they had hoped, and I know this regime didn't draft Marlon Davidson, but certainly all the hopes and dreams that they had for Marlon Davidson, right? Because Marlon Davidson at college, he played beside Derek Brown, outside Derek Brown. Remember, he played edge, tackle. He played a little bit of everything at, at Auburn. And that's what they're going to ask Taquan Graham to do is play a little bit of everything here on this defensive line. And so when you see how he's responded, when you hear the comments of the coaches, when you see him getting a chance to do different things on the field, and then when you look at, and again, I understand take pro football focus in their grades for what it is, but when you see him grade out really well, that is, those are all signs that make you feel good, right? And again, like what Pro Football Focus said, we are desperately looking for any playmakers on our defensive line. Anybody. Give me somebody with a pulse that can do something. Blow up a play in the backfield on the run. Blow up a play and sack the quarterback. Blow up a play. Havoc play. Whatever. Give me somebody. Give me somebody besides 97 that goes out there and creates havoc and blows plays up. And I'm hoping that Taquan Graham can be one of those guys. Because again, remember too, here's another guy that was drafted lower on in the draft. And we've talked about this before. You need guys for a good NFL roster. You need guys who outplay their contract. You need to find some diamonds in the rough that outplay their contract, right? One of the great examples, I mean, forget the Tom Brady thing, because that, that's never going to happen again. But Richard Sherman was a fifth-round draft pick, right? And he comes in as a fifth-round draft pick and works himself into first-team all-pro in the NFL, right? And eventually, he got too expensive. That's what you want. Can I tell you that that's what you want? You want a guy who outplays his contract so much that he gets expensive to try to keep and maybe too expensive. I'm not saying Taquan Graham is that, but certainly... You need guys like Taquan Graham that are later round draft picks that come in and can help and make an impact, especially when you start talking about trying to build your roster for next year. Because I know everybody thinks that because the Falcons have all this money that we're going to sign Aaron Donald and we're going to sign Khalil Mack and, and we're going to have all these really high priced guys and we've got all this money to float around and this and the other. But first thing Arthur Smith said was we're going to take that money and sign our own guys, right? which means probably giving A.J. Terrell and some guys some new contracts and things like that. But that aside, I'm I'm hoping Taquan Graham can be one of those guys that helps his defensive line out. I, I don't know exactly what his role can be. Can he be a guy that gets some sacks? Well, he didn't really do that in college. I think it was six sacks in four years at Texas. Can he be a guy that gets in the backfield and maybe blows some plays up? Possibly. Can he be a guy that with Grady... They start to push that pocket back into the quarterback. Yes, I do think that. I do think where if they can change up that, right? Because if you look at some of the plays in the preseason where the Falcons ended up with a turnover, where did it start? 
it started with your defensive front and those interior guys being able to push their way and push that quarterback into a different pocket and have to force him to make a throw quicker than he wanted to. So sometimes it's not just about getting the quarterback on the ground. You better have guys that can do that on the outside. You better have guys on the outside that can go put the quarterback on the ground and change up down and distance. But if you can also push that pocket and get that pressure up the middle on guys and force them to make throws sooner and force them to have to hurry the football out, that can affect what goes on as well. That can set your, <coughs> excuse me, defensive backs up to do some good things. So it was good to see Taquan Graham because if you watched him in training camp and you watched, you know, what he was doing out there, he certainly is a guy who looked like he had taken a step forward and was a guy who looks like he's figured into the mix now. Because this team is trying to desperately find, like I said, as many playmakers on their defense as they can. Between your draft picks and guys that you brought in, you need as many guys. And I think that that I, I'm, I'm hoping that Dean Pease can get that defensive line where we need it to be. Right. With Carter and Ebicady on the outside, get Taquan Graham and get grading these guys in the middle and getting their thing going. Wouldn't it be great to get back to the bomb squad days? Right. Chuck and Travis Hall and those guys. Right. Remember how good our defensive line was in the late 90s? The bomb squad. Wouldn't it be nice to get back to that? Stop the run. Be able to stop the run in the NFL and then go sack the quarterback on third and long. All of that would be great. Hopefully, Taquan Graham is an answer to all of that. He certainly is. I agree 100%. He is certainly a guy who's going to start and make some, you know, make plenty of hay. And again, if he can be versatile, you don't have to take him off the field as much, right? You can play him on all three downs because I can move him here on first and over here on second. And if I need to put him on the edge to give a guy a blow on third, I can do that. You know, whatever it is, he's got the physical size and characteristics to be able to do all of those different things. So let's hope Graham makes that big leap this year, because if he can, and he can help Grady out and they can start to make some havoc, maybe the Falcons defense will surprise some people. And maybe we can actually be halfway good. All right. Well, thank you so much for making hitting hard with John Chuck for your first listen every day. Make my friends over at ATL day one's your second listen every day. That's my friends, Jarvis Davis, Nitro Batiste talking about all things in the heart of the city of Atlanta. Free and available on our YouTube page at Lockdown Sports Atlanta. Subscribe to our page there today. Leave us a comment. We're, that thing is headed toward 4,000 folks. So be a part of our ever-growing community. We thank you so much for helping us grow that thing so much. We're also free and available to download on your favorite podcast platform. So don't forget that. Odyssey, Spotify, download us for free today. Listen to us anytime out there. And, of course, follow me on my personal Twitter page at JMCH316. We'll wrap up the week tomorrow. This has been Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta.